remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not too cooked for bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. Ha This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. He had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Knutson, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is Grabbing Lunch episode 25. My lunch with Cornell Reed and Eric Dodorian. Uh, these guys are hilarious, and they're a couple of my favorite guys who are out on the scene in Los Angeles right now. I run into them all the time, and they're always great company. So I enjoyed hanging out with both of them. I think you're going to enjoy hanging out with both of them. Uh, really quickly before we get to the episode, my album is going to be coming out. It's uh, I'm really excited about it. It is April 29th, which uh, if you're listening to this on the 23rd, Wednesday the 23rd, it's coming out next Tuesday, April 29th, 2014. It's called American American. Uh, it's coming out on Rooftop Comedy. It'll also be on iTunes. You can also get it uh, at my website, mattknutson.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com. Uh, you can also find me there for Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, et al. It is mattknutson.com. Okay, my guests for lunch today are Cornell Reed, uh, Cornell is hilarious. You've seen him in the uh, the documentary "The Comedy Garage" on Netflix. Uh, you can follow him at Cornell Reed on Twitter. If you enjoy laughing out loud consistently, um, I would recommend Cornell's Twitter feed for that. It is Cornell Reed at Cornell Reed. C O R N E L L R E I D. Cornell Reed. And uh, for the record, Cornell Reed sounds like this. Yeah, I think for me, the Obama's closest I came is one time in L.A. I pointed up at a big helicopter. And I was like, I bet that's Obama. <laughs> and then I researched, and he was in L.A. that day. That's the closest I've ever came. That's the beauty of this country. If you work hard and play by the rules, someday you could be riding in a helicopter that somebody points at and bets that you're in it. My next guest the next guest, my other guest, is uh, Eric Dodorian. Eric is another phenomenal comedian. Uh, you've seen him stuff all over Funny or Die. He's also been on the Nerdist Network. He's on the uh, Holy F album on Rooftop Comedy. F um, is short for fuck. Holy fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> on Rooftop Comedy. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Eric Dodorian. It's E R I C. D-A-D-O-U-R-I-A-N. Eric Dodorian, at Eric Dodorian. And, for the record, Eric sounds like this. Especially with the Raiders guys, like, I think it's just, like, a thing that they do. Like, I don't think they even watch the game. Right. They spend, like, hours getting dressed, and then they go eat in the rack in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those wacky Raiders fans. My friends, it is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. You can go to the website grabbinglunch.com to see pictures of the guests, link to conversation topics, or even make a donation to the show if you're feeling gracious. Uh, plus, a portion of every donation goes to support the L.A. Food Bank here in Los Angeles. Grabbinglunch.com. You can also find us on uh, SoundCloud. And thank you to Ben Fox and everyone over at SoundCloud. The show is about to approach 600,000 followers on SoundCloud. So thank you, everyone, for uh, for the support on that. Uh, find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and write a nice review. Come on. Uh, Stitcher Radio, Swell, TuneIn. We're all over the dial, even though dial is not a thing that exists. Uh, it is the Grab Lunch Podcast. So with that, here is my lunch with Cornell Reed and Eric Dodorian at the Cacao Mexicatessen in Eagle Rock. Let's eat. Still have to 
go there, man. Dude, Oinkster? Yeah. Yeah. It's a place I've heard about for so long. I've never yeah. actually been. What's the deal? It's like... Pork it's a, stuff, or... It's another... Kind of. It's another one of these spots where it's like... Family-owned Eagle Rock yeah. spot. But they got blown up by Guy Fieri because it was on Guy Fieri's show. Oh, yeah. And I remember... I, I started working there, like, right before it aired. Uh-huh. But after he'd already gone, so I didn't get to meet him or like either <laughs> when he was there, so it was like the worst. So you're bragging. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to meet him. But after the show aired, like, it just is incredible. It was like literally tripled, quadrupled the business. It's wow. like nine day. Nine day. Wow. Like, the first day it aired, there were lines, the first weekend, there yeah. were lines out the door around the, down the street. Yeah. Like, just like, I've never seen anything like that before. Wow. That's like, incredible. It was so crazy. I always laugh about, like, Guy Fieri thing because he, he looks like he's not discerning in any way about what he eats or thinks is great. <laughs> not at yeah. all. He's just like, oh, oh this is great. He's yeah. like, dude, look at you. You think everything is right, great. Yeah, right, right. You know? You'd be at Arby's. Oh, my God. Have you done the beef and cheddar? Oh, my God. <laughs> but he just, he does such a great job of, like, selling that. Like, he just loves the shit out of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't... I mean... He even does, like, the Tums thing. He's like, I eat so much, I get yeah. heartburn all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you try Tums? Yeah. Oh, He's so funny. Yeah. Uh, now, I... Uh, and his vocabulary is, like, three words. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, he came... Didn't he come up from, like, the next Food Network yeah. star chef? Yeah. That was his lineage? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing all right for himself. And I can't remember any of the other participants. Yeah. Unless they were train wrecks. Like a, a, somebody said it's like, either be Kelly Kelly Clarkson or William Hung. Yeah. You know, be the best or like the, oh, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Or just be so bad. The laughably worst, yeah. Be so bad, then also like find your niche. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Guy Fieri's from... Grew up in my close to my own town in really? the same oh, county. Really? Yeah, I didn't Humboldt know that. County. Yeah, I didn't know he's from up there. That's yeah, awesome. he's from Ferndale, and wow. he just did an episode where he went back to. He did Ferndale. Yeah, oh, he does so bad. And, Got uh, here he comes home. <laughs> it was yeah. really funny because that place is like such a small town. There's nothing really there. Right. So he just went to like the butcher shop he used to work at, the pretzel oh. stand he started, and stuff like that. Wow. So yeah. And then uh, that's great, actually. Yeah, but then after that, like every new episode from this season, he goes to someplace in Humble, like, um, and so it's really interesting knowing all the restaurants there and seeing which ones he chose to be like, oh, this is crazy. Right. He's about to blow this up. Yeah, yeah. and like all those ones are like we were saying, they're not like the best restaurants there at all. It's right. just some random deli. That yeah. inside know. knowledge. Hey, yeah. Guys, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. You yeah, know, exactly. I think that exists in like all forms of, you know, music, yeah. movies, comedy. Have you seen, you know, yeah, exactly. you gotta know. Exactly. Then everyone's like, wow, this is amazing. Right. Regardless. Yeah. What are you basing that on? Someone told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you really like it? I don't even know. Myth making. But I Myth do making. Know, yeah. I do know I waited two hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know, dude. And as much as I want to be above it, I fall for that shit. Mm-hmm. All the time. From Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he goes somewhere, I'm like, I gotta check that out. Did you see yeah. the episode where he went to a Raiders game? No. Really? Oh, it was so good. Wow. Because oh, he got, like, it's like a regular episode, but like, as in, like, he went to, like, three, like, nice restaurants, or good restaurants, like, in Oakland, Emeryville, as uh-huh. the Berkeley area. Yeah. But then he brought those chefs out of the kitchen and brought them to a Raiders game. So they had to, like, set up like like they were uh, what's it called tailgating uh-huh. so they had to like set up these like little gorilla camp kitchens yeah and then after he got done with those then he just started cruising around the stadium and then like, there was guys there like he's like yeah I cook for you know 400 people every Sunday and he's got like like he's like this like Tattoo. He's got Lokes on. Oh, wow. Latino, dude. oh He's yeah. got a Raiders the like chef smock. Funky Comedita. Yeah. Wow. And he's got this huge fucking grill, and he's just like cooking all this food for people. Yeah. It was wow. awesome. Yeah, those Raider fans are like very unique. 
Yeah. I saw like it was like maybe like last year or the year before. There was like a playoff game. The Raiders were in it, and they had Jacob Dylan for the Wallflowers, and like he was playing in the end zone. It was like some kind of like halftime entertainment. But the backdrop to him was like the Raider fans like yeah, <laughs> with like their so painted funny. faces and like pirate skulls, yeah. and like he was singing like we'll make a lover out of you yet, and it was right. just like. Just like this flowery love song in the backdrop yeah. of like, yeah. Or just like I like teams, but I'm not. Yeah, I think that's I'm not, not gonna get the, the Lakers team. basketball tattooed no. on my. Yeah, it's not. I've seen that. Not about the team. I've seen a lot of that. I believe oh, it. Definitely. A lot of like neck Lakers tattoos and stuff like that. <laughs> Lakers and Raiders, like probably. Yeah. 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 Leaders and tattoos. And it's got nothing to do with the there. team or like really. Yeah. It's just like about like, especially with the Raiders guys, like I think it's just like a thing that they do. Like, I don't think they even watch the game. Right. They spend like hours getting dressed and then they go eat in the, right. in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. They show up. Yeah. Barbecues for 300 people. It's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it's with football. Exactly what it is. Exactly <laughs> what it is. We got a virgin over here. I saw this every weekend. I saw, yeah. like, a, like I can't remember what it was on. I think it was, like, on the airplane or something. It was, yeah. like, this, like, 10-minute thing about one of those guys that wears, like, the... He wears, like, the big platforms and the spiked shoulder pads, like, the real Kiss-looking dude. Right. And he's, like, this, like, real gentle, like, guy. <laughs> of course he is, right? Right. That makes, yeah. And his Until wife is, gets like... in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his wife's, like, you know, when we first started dating, I didn't know the side of him, but then, like, you know, I like it. I like, I like going to the games with them, and it's, like... You I can always like, see it in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're telling yeah. the truth, it really reads. I like she it. She was so sweet. It's fun. Yeah. Like Sunday mornings, you know, we get ready. It takes him like two hours. Oh, oh my God. But when he gets in character, it's Dr. Popper. Yeah. Right. What? what are you yes. talking about? Yeah, this is like ridiculous name. I can't remember what it was. Uh, uh, I'm going to get a coffee. And we yeah. just go and get like a menu or? Yeah, there's like the breakfast menus over there. Okay. Good call there. You're not 30 yet? Nope. Really? 29. What's your, is your, what is it in June? September. <sighs> yeah, so all my so your parties. Birth, your birthday is next month? Or? No, September. Ah, uh, September. Yeah, so I still got a little ways to right. get my still party. party Here's party you still got the two as your first exactly. number. Exactly, so, so I can do oh, whatever yeah, I want. Absolutely, <laughs> now, without reproach. Now's the time to push it. That's mm. what I feel like. Yeah, at 30, I think you age out of uh, youthful indiscretion. Yeah. Hey, boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. No, <laughs> sorry, I'm <laughs> 30 years old, yeah. And I think you, like, subconsciously, I don't know, I think I, I've been thinking about this a lot the last couple of days, that, like, the last part of my 20s, right. I really hit it hard before my 30s, because I think I kind of, in the back of my head, like, knew that. So yeah. like from like 27 on, I just started like, I just Letting lost, rip. completely lost control. Right. <laughs> yeah. When I was 17, I have an older brother who turned 21. Mm. And I, he, I mean, he's my brother. We looked not identical, but it was just like, hey, hey, you know. Right, right, right. So even by the time I turned 21, I was like, hey, I was pretty, yeah. you know, not partied out, but I had like gone to a bunch of bars. And yeah. Like at high school parties, I was the guy that would like buy the keg. Yeah. Right. Or the high school party. Yeah, right. I remember like friends and I would like buy a keg and then as people came to the party like five bucks for a red cup that you got yeah, you know yeah, and then yeah. we take the proceeds and go skiing or something <laughs> it felt like such a baller oh, like, yeah. I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah I never had a I never had a problem drinking before I turned 21 yeah, yeah me either I think if you're 18 and you can go into the army yeah. come on you know yeah yeah, yeah. They're much more liberal, like overseas or something. People are drinking at 18. It's not that big of a problem. But I think any culture, if you like, make something acceptable, there's always going to be the fringe people who yeah. are like, you know, trying to push. push I was, yeah, I was in Amsterdam, and I like, you know, was at one of their coffee shops. Yeah. And so I like had like a smoke, and I came like walking out, and I had been on the street for about. 10 seconds and the guy came up and he's like hey you want to buy some cocaine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Take yeah. it easy. The fringe elements. Yeah. Hey, you want to push it even more? Like, oh my god. Uh, so there's like, a, there's yeah. like a huge heroin problem there too. Oh yeah. 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 It's yeah. all that Afghan poppy. Right. Yeah. But if you just get high and then you walk out and someone immediately offers you coke, it's just gonna like blow your mind. <laughs> you know, like whoa. Um, no. Especially if you're smoking this like crazy and like all day in a coffee shop where you're not like not worried you're like totally relaxed you're right yeah right yeah. <laughs> you wanna turn this day around real yeah, quick let's do it oh my god yeah when I was like 27 I backpacked Europe for like three months fuck yeah oh, yeah and kinda just did the you know put it all put it all on your back and lug it yeah. around so I did went the to the Euro Pass did the Euro Pass and basically Flew to London, then like came through Austria, uh, Hungary, Germany, like down through Italy, Greece, France, awesome. came up. Uh, it was a great trip. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun trip. It was one of those things too where you can do it in a, with a certain mindset. You know, where you're just like, oh, but 48 guys and bunk beds in one room. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're just down to be dirty and like, yeah, like a traveler. Mm-hmm. I, I remember like I had long hair at the yeah. time, and like one of my most distinct memories is I like was washing my hair in a sink because I hadn't like washed it for like two or three days and all my hair uh, ran down the sink drain and got stuck it got like stuck in the drain so I just had to like I was like looking at my own hair and just pulling it out of the drain because I couldn't lift my head out of the sink it was stuck stuck yeah I was like stuck in the drain I've never heard or seen it do I have scissors or a knife near me and I'm like no well Oh my god. Yeah, let her rip. But that's so terrible. <laughs> that's, that's gross. That's really funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Then that bottom of your hair is way dirtier than it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> and the split ends. Don't get me started on the split ends. But the shine. The shine. Really added some shine. Add some sleepness. When you like stay in a hostel, a lot of times what they do is they give you a token and you can like put it in the shower and that token will like it'll make the shower ready for like three minutes. Yeah. Or you know, right. so yeah. you, you have a very finite amount of time to yeah. say, like I like did you use my token or I didn't have one or something, I was like Sink shower. Yeah. Sink shower. Yeah, the bonus was to go over there for uh, Oktoberfest, and I was like, oh, I've never been, I've always wanted to try it once, and then I just kind of like flushed the trip out from, from there, so. Is your uh, family lineage, is it German? Danish. Danish, that's right. Yeah, Danish, and some Irish, yeah. Wow. Knudsen. Knudsen, yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a King Canute of Denmark, and they're all Knudsen's. Yeah. It's like Johnson or Smith if you go to Denmark. Right. Did you go to Denmark? No, I didn't. I could have. I was like right there. Yeah. Right. But at the time, like I heard Denmark is super expensive. It's super expensive. Super expensive. But I heard it's like super cool. Yeah. But like really expensive. But like twelve dollars for a beer. Yeah. Right. And I'm like a backpacker, like eh. right, right. I used to like play guitar on the streets during the day sometimes to make some money to like get a room and yeah. get some food you know so I was you did not the real deal to, yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah, thanks but I was not in the uh, uh, I was not on a Denmark budget right, right. <laughs> you play a lot of guitar <laughs> in Denmark it's a marathon show yeah come on guys anyone find a more Led Zeppelin yeah, yeah you're gonna play guitar in another country so you can save up for an electric guitar so you can play yeah, I know in Denmark so you can get a band once yeah, I get this wah pedal I'm <laughs> you need the uh, uh, the Peter Frampton you <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you like play on the streets like and people show. like really love the art, so they come by right. and they give you money and actually stop and listen yeah. and they're like give you like a little block of hash or something. Hey, I, you know, That's it's awesome. very different than like being blown off here. It's almost was, like a new. I was thinking about doing that recently with like the like uh, bucket drumming. Oh, right. Yeah. But then I saw it. Then the, then there's that show Broad City. Ah, uh, I've heard about it. They do it. Those yeah. they do like bucket drumming and uh, oh, really? money in that show. That's funny. But, uh, well, you see that guy on like Hollywood Boulevard, and he's I think bucket drumming is so it. cool. Yeah, he's it killing is. it. But yeah. most people walk past him like, that's kind of loud. Yeah, you know, pinchy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It always sucks sitting. You gotta stand there. The reason it sucks to be honest. You stand there and they like walk around and pander for like. 
20 minutes. Yeah. Just like He's got the wingman. Yeah, man. exactly. It's like, just do your thing, man. And I'll give you money. I don't want to stand here. It's that you see that on Venice Beach, too. The yeah. guys are doing like He's really bad at Venice. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to jump over this guy. Yeah. Right. In 15 to 20 minutes. But before I do. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. What was going on, Chuck? Uh, that was me. Thank you very much. Do you guys have more of that coffee too? That... Coffee's being brewed. Which okay. one did you have? I had the uh, Mexican organic. The organic? We'll yeah. Make sure Thank you. Yeah, suck my coffee down. I can wait. Do they have. Oh, it's all here. I'll wait. What's that? Oh, this looks very good though. Humble. Yeah, it has like. They have like a, there's a lot of panhandlers in yeah. A lot of brothers. Hey, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's definitely a lot. Not so many. I mean, there's a few people playing guitar and stuff like that, but mostly it's just people hanging out, like, yeah. along the plaza. Some asking for money, but mostly just a bunch of, like, home, big homeless get-together. Yeah. They just kind of, like, play hacky sack or whatever. Right. Maybe yeah. do a drum circle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, like, the Northern California vibe. Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah. It's more like... Um, it's kind of like the just a cool thing to do is to be homeless yeah. by choice. Yeah, you know. I'm on walkabout. Yeah, okay. Right. Hey guys, over medium. Oh. Uh, it's for me. Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Or at least like have a stint where you're like, <coughs> thank you very much. You do like two years. And just, I'm just gonna let the wind take me where it exactly. wants. Exactly. Like, uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, I always, I never. Give the cab handlers. It's just, just from experience, I've had nine times out of ten, you're just buying drugs or alcohol for them. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. I'm a volunteer for an organization called Step Up on Second in Santa Monica, and to live there, they take in indigent people. But you can't live there unless you like test clean. That's like oh. one of the standards for you know for moving into one of those places. That's cool. So, if you're like kind of on the street or on the freeway exit, it's just like, I need help. It's just like, well, there are places you can go to get real help, but they, they don't do it because it's not on their terms. Right. Man, what are you going to do? It's such but a... I'm never going to stop partying. <laughs> 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 yeah. They don't drug test you to, to work there. <laughs> can you imagine if they drug tested comedians? <laughs> I got bad news. You can't do the Tonight Show. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Oh god, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Boy, this looks great, man. Food's really good. Mm-hmm. Got this place. Got the oysters really good. Um, there's uh, there's like an Italian market that makes really good sandwiches down the street. And there's like a pizza place. It doesn't even have to be really good unless Guy Fieri blows it up. Then it's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was told I like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was told. <laughs> and then there's a place that uh, yeah. Obama blew up because he went to Occidental for like two months. Hello, hello. So there's this pizza place that he always goes to when he comes to LA. Uh huh. Wow. Really? Which one? Casa Bianca. Oh, uh huh. It's not even that good. That's the ultimate blow up. Yeah. Presidential blow up is so good. God. Yeah, I ended up um, working at the White House doing like a uh, Halloween party. Really? So I met Obama. And uh, no we were way. like, yeah, we were like in the blue room of the White House working oh, some. Can you fill a coffee? Um, that would be great. Could I get an ice water as well? Okay. Thank uh, you. You have the organic or the oil? Organic. Organic? For you, sir? Uh, organic, yeah. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Oh, I, I love these mugs. They're hilarious. They're very substantial. Oh, you, did they not bring it to there's you? Like a, no, no, no. There's like a picture. I'll grab it. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. I want to hear this. Why not? That's, um, you know. Yeah, it's incredible. I feel like he's, he's definitely officially the coolest president we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, yeah. JFK was up there. I'm sure he probably could have done some cooler stuff had he stayed alive. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he just hung in there. Yeah. No. He had to go and ride in a convertible. How did you... 
so uh, basically, I guess the truncated version is my brother-in-law created an iPhone app called iMutator. Whoa. And basically what it is, you take someone's picture and then you're able to drag in like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen iMutator? So my brother-in-law invented that. Yeah. And um, so Michelle Obama found it online and wanted it to be her, the White House Halloween gift to people who came to the party. Uh So he just took like me and like three other people that knew how to do the app because I guess it was like kind of my improv and comedy background. Uh-huh. He just wanted people that could engage people yeah. and make it kind of a fun event. So, um, yeah, so we did that and we, I mutated people and took pictures and uh, met That's Obama great. and talked with him for a few minutes. And That's incredible. Man. Yeah, it was definitely unforgettable. It was one of those nights where I was, after it was over and I was like in, in my hotel, like, Can't oh, that, that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. How how engaged was he like conversationally when you were like talking to him? Like was he like um, bright eyes, yeah. s- smiling, nodding into it. But like kinda you giving know. you like a, the regular like oh I'm I'm the president, you are just like no, a spiel. But it was definitely you could definitely feel him take over a room. Yeah. Because basically um, before the party started, um, staff came around mm. and they uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Staff came around and they did the because we were in the um, the blue room of the White House. And if when you walk in the front door, there's this big vestibule, and if you keep walking straight, that's the blue room. And the blue room looks out to the South Lawn, and from from there it's a straight shot. Uh, it's the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. Thank that's you so crazy. much. Thank you so much. So uh, refill a little bit. Um, sure, I might do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> In a little bit? Yeah. yeah okay, thank you. So, um, so we were we were there for like an hour and we were setting everything up, and then somebody that was in the room said, he's here. And so we like put, we looked out on the window from the blue room to the south lawn, yeah. and that's where Marine One, the helicopter, comes oh! and lands. So he, he landed, he got out of the, uh, the helicopter, and he kind of came into the... It came into the White House with this detail, yeah. and it, even that was just, it was like that's so cool, that's so, cool. Yeah. That's so oh cool. My God. So cool. Saluted the Marine, the whole yeah. thing. So um, about 20 minutes later, we had started because um, basically you take the people's picture, and then there was a printer connected to each monitor. Uh-huh. Basically, it was like an iPhone, iPod kind right. of thing that was connected to, to the a TV. monitor yeah. to a TV, so that people didn't have to stand over your shoulder. You could yeah. actually do uh, the eye mutate thing and they could watch it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then there was a printer underneath, you just hit print, mm-hmm. and they had these pre-printed frames that said, uh, Happy Halloween from the White House, and it, so it printed their picture out. So we Those started- for all the staff? And for all, well, it was for all the guests. Yeah. Basically, the, um, the party was for servicemen and women and their families who had been injured in Iraq and Afghanistan. Holy shit. So that was the party that it was for it was for them. So, heavy. Even yeah. though Halloween's like a heavy party. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so before the actual party started, uh, butlers and you know other staff would come around and, and we'd take the picture and mutate them. But once the picture started to circulate around the White House, then people started to like roll in and go, what's all this? What's this picture business? I gotta, you know. So we were doing staff before yeah. the party started. And um, I was doing this, uh, this guy who was really put together, African-American gentleman, three-piece suit. And when he walked into the room, everyone else was kind of like, you could see them go to attention. You could tell he was like, I didn't know who he was. But he, that he was like a, a muckety muck. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I took his I took his picture and we started uh, doing the mutator on the screen and you know you like give them options because you could like have their eyeball pop yeah. out or like a piece of their skull and with brain exposed and stuff and so I pulled some things up there and, and his, the guy's name was Steve and um, and I said well you know what, what do you think about this Steve and you know right this I was like mutating him I. I like put horns on him, like these devil horns. <laughs> and from over my left shoulder, uh, I hear Obama say, Steve, looks like he knows you, huh? And he's, <laughs> he started, it was obviously Steve was a friend of his mm-hmm. and like a long time buddy. So he, he stepped in, I was like shoulder to shoulder with Steve. He stepped, I like opened up my shoulder to let Obama yeah. into our conversation pod. I shook his hand, he's a very nice to meet you, sir, and you know. 
we talked for like a minute or so, and then I just continued to eye mutate Steve while Obama gave him shit the whole time. You That's know? amazing. Yeah, so cool. it was pretty, pretty unbelievable. You know, I, 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 I've told that story a bunch of times, but it never gets, yeah, it, it never gets tired. It could never. So Anyone never had a, a president story. I always want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, regardless of what president, right? Right. I, I went to my um friend's West Point graduation in like 2006 cool. and um, and President Bush spoke at it and he gave just the, the worst speech about he made it all about him you know because <laughs> he's graduating from West Point and then he's talking about how you know fighting in Iraq is the best thing for the country to be doing and he's the best president in the world and all this stuff but, USA USA yeah. yeah right wow but I still like Sitting in the bleachers of this huge, you know, the, the football stadium. Oh, yeah. And seeing the president walk out was just like, oh, yeah. I'll never forget that. Let yeah. alone having a way cooler president standing next to me. Yeah. Hanging out, shaking hands. Bullshitting. Yeah. What's that? He was just bullshitting. He, he was, was bull- yeah. He was bullshitting. And you could see that he had a, like, a quick sense of yeah. humor and was mm-hmm. just... His idea of um, a joke was just like... Pointing out something and getting the other person to agree that he was right. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's really funny. I love that brand of humor, you know. Yeah. So later in the night, there was um, the party kind of started, and there was a, a guy that was because uh, after the party started, the Obamas like hung out in our room for like a half an hour, and they were just kind of like talking to people because. The I Mutator was the big hit of the Halloween mm-hmm. party. Everybody wanted their picture. Everybody wanted so that's where people were hanging. Yeah. Have you seen this Knutson guy? <laughs> the Knutson guy. God, he's really pushing his comedy on me in not a good way. <laughs> he gave me a card that had his website on him. Fuck this guy. What is he? So um, there was a, there was a guy who Michelle Obama was like kind of I was standing next to her, and this guy approached her and said, um, "Would you mind if I?" If I took, could could you be in a picture with me and my family, and would, would that be all right? And she's very diplomatic, and she said, she said, you know, I, I'm sorry. Um, if I stopped and took pictures with everyone, it would be the only thing I do. Yeah. So I can really, I can only pose for official photography. Okay. And um, and I, I leaned in and I said, you know, I uh, I have the same policy. <laughs> and she like for real laughed. Oh, like, awesome. oh my god! Awesome. And started rubbing my back. And put what? put her uh, hand on my arm, and she's like, "You, oh, are, okay. you are so funny. You are, so, ah, you know." Wow. She was surprised and entertained, and I was like, "Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man." Yeah, it was really a, a might be it for rock me. solid evening. <laughs> yeah. If I made Michelle Obama laugh, I would be it. I'd be like, "All right, guys, I'll yeah. see you later." That's the pull quote on your next business <laughs> yeah. card. You are really funny. Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say she started rubbing your back and put your, her hand on her thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Under the shirt. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, that's hilarious. Let's go somewhere and talk about this eye mutator act in private. <laughs> Just turns real steamy. Oh, my God. What a scandal. Was there any, like, security clearance you had to go through? All the way. Yeah, yeah, I had to go through, like, a... CIA background check and the yeah. whole Whoa. and you couldn't even um, you couldn't go out of your assigned area without a secret service person escorting you so like even if you had to go to the bathroom uh, you had to go with a guy with an escort who like went there and stood there with you and you went but the guy that was assigned to our detail like right away it was um, right when we got there the first like hour or two was very like yeah. you know but then like you're there for like you know two three four hours and like, oh, you kind of like loosen it up Right. So our Secret Service guy, like, one time I, we were going on a trip to the bathroom together, and he's like, hey, uh, you want to see Washington's sword that he had on him when he crossed the Delaware? Nice. I was like, I do want to see yeah. that, you know? And so he went in this like little room, and it was like in this shadow box that was hanging on, on the wall, and it wasn't like, that's a thing, it's like an art gallery. Yeah. You know, yeah. But there's none of the security of the art gallery. There's no rope, there's no curtain, because it's a residence. Right. All that stuff is super old. It's and super like, old. 
Like all the like all the presidential portraits, they're yeah. on the wall. Like yeah. Kennedy on the chair. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. hanging like it's hanging on this wall right yeah. here. And you can just like look at it and you know can't. it was amazing. You can't we didn't take pictures, you know. But um there were some official uh, pictures that were that were that were taken. Like my brother in law and the other two inventors of the app. They went and got an official picture with, yeah. with Obama. Yeah, with Obama yeah. and uh, and Michelle. But they stood there. It's like an hour thing. They'll they'll stand there and they'll take pictures with the guests for like an hour. And then it's a very finite list of people that actually get to yeah. stand and pose. So, but it's hanging on their wall. It's also Michelle Obama wrote a thank you letter for for them doing the I Theater and coming yeah. out. Yeah. But it's like it's on uh, the I Apple Store and you can buy it for like ninety nine cents. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So crazy. Yeah. So. So there's a little. Uh, I was at a Bruce Springsteen concert once in Washington D.C. Go on. And uh, you know how Springsteen does this thing where he will uh, pull a girl out of the uh, the crowd to dance with for "Dancer in the Dark." But it's always Courtney Cox. We do that. <laughs> Who's Malia Obama? Really? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. That's the closest I've ever come to the Obamas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's close enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, the Obamas, as close as I came, is one time in L.A. I pointed up at a big helicopter and I was like, I bet that's Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and then I researched and he was in L.A. that day. That's the closest I've ever came. You should bring that up if you ever need him. Remember when you were in a helicopter I pointed at? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're close. Oh, dude. I hate... Recreating a relationship for someone, I always feel like so self-conscious and just like if I'm explaining too much how we know each other, we don't know each other. Yeah, right, uh, right, right, right. Like it's important to me. Like that. Oh, you know, we met at uh, Carol's house. Like that. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's actually it's funny because my cousin went to high school with your nephew. Yeah, <laughs> and he said yeah. it was like uh, you know. Yeah, there's so many of those loose associations. You yeah. Can, you see that person's just eyes are like ah, glazing over. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, Ben. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. I'm actually dead. Yeah, make it even worse by opening up. I've been oh, God, dead. I'm so glad you asked. It's, it's been really hard. Can I talk to you first? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that as a joke. I should it's so bring funny. it back where it's just yeah. like, Next time someone asks how you're doing, just say, "Do you have five minutes to talk?" You know, <laughs> you're just supposed to say, "Fine." That's like a social contact. Yeah. Great, thank you. I'm great. I Unless do that, it's like a tight friend. You know? Yeah, I do that at work all the time, where it's like, and I get stuck in the the kind of like robotic, like, "How you doing?" Like that thing at work. Like sure. especially if it's busy, I just keep oh, yeah. seeing people after person after person. But every now and again, and some sometimes. Uh, a customer will do it to me, but I'll be like, I'll just make like a like an effort to like make eye contact and like actually ask someone how they're doing, and they'll be like caught off guard, like oh, I'm I'm, I'm okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm fine. No, it's really funny. I'm sorry, it always made me laugh. And you guys remember the Rob Schneider? Bit when he's got at work and it's the copy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah making some copies. Yeah. That is the ultimate deconstruction of like seeing someone 50 times a day. Yeah. You've already burned through a hello. Yeah. You've already burned. Eric, yeah. wearing glasses. Yeah. You know. Oh man, when I worked at an office job, it was always the worst. Which office? I worked at Disney, actually. Oh, do you really? I did. Uh huh. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a uh, assistant to a movie exec over there. Really. Awesome. Oh, random how I got the job, but it was, it was cool. It was weird being in a situation where everyone around me, all the other assistants, are trying really hard to move up in the movie exec world, yeah. you know, or be producers or whatever. And I'm the only one who didn't give a shit at all. Yeah. Which made you like the MVP, like, Cornell, he's got this great attitude. Yeah, it was really cool. It was actually really, I was like totally not involved in any of the drama going on. Right. And uh, just could walk in, I'd dress like this without the, my hat. But yeah. like, like a, See, if you wore the hat, you might still be working. But yeah, I just wear a t-shirt and jeans. Everyone else would be wearing suits and stuff. And 
You'd be on camera if you wore the hat. You'd be <laughs> oh man, I would wish. Be the next Bieber Disney or Miley. talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that. Yeah. Cornell and his magic hat. Yeah. That's right. You could be the next Demi Lovato. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. But yeah, the worst part about working in an office is I mean, walking by, you always walk, have to walk by people, whatever, same people over and over again. But it's the people who walk by you and just stop at your cubicle. And just like, so, what's going on today? And right. you're just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to... I don't know, shut up. Hey, <laughs> shut up is going on today. Oh, it's oh, just like the lamest people just want to stop there and just have a long conversation with you. Especially because most of the time, those people don't really care about asking, like, about what your life is going on. They just want to get a chance to, like, get something out of themselves. Exactly. Because <laughs> they know that, like, you're going to be like... Oh, I'm, I'm fine. And they're going to be like, oh, Walt, let me tell you. <laughs> right? I hate about that, About me. Let me give you the scoop on my life. Yeah. I know you've been wondering. <laughs> Do me a favor. Be the sounding board for my yeah. delusion. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, I hate that. Dude, I hate... Uh, one, I hate talking about myself. Yeah. I just don't like it. I mean... Mm-hmm. I, love I hate it even more talking about myself to people who don't care at all. Yeah. If you're asking to be nice, don't make me do it. That would be the nicest thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you do this weekend? I was just standing around. It's funny because uh, we went to the wine country. Oh my right. god. Uh. And you can always tell people's like invitations, like the way they say something. I think also just like the look on their face. When they're not listening at all, they're just like waiting to talk. Right. Like you could say something really interesting. I usually just stop. I just like stop what I'm saying. I'm like, that's it. That's it. that's all I have to say. Yeah. Your I, turn now. Go I ahead. do that all the time, and then I'm just so pissed off after that. Yeah. Where you're just like saying something, the mid sentence, you're just like, and all right, fuck this whole conversation. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So that's what's going on. That's with all me. I got. <laughs> yeah. I'm always. I guess I'm always like it. Had this tinge of like social anxiety where I just yeah. you know you want to connect and you want to have yeah. to be real, but anytime I talk too much and say things I don't care about, I realize yeah. in the moment and I would rather not say anything. Right. Yeah. You know. Like, I do that all the time. <laughs> I think everyone does. Yeah. It's just they don't really talk about it, and you can feel there's something like physiological in the moment that where yeah. there's like this kind of raised. Tension, like oh, he's not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Should have. You're right. Oh, me nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can feel that, that three or four nuts. become like a nine or ten, and you know. Oh, I'll just talk right through that. I'll just keep, <laughs> I'll just keep talking. The train stays on the Dorian track. Yeah. And then I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just get more open and open. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just saying things I didn't want to say about me. <laughs> You're not entitled to this information, but yeah. here we go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I'll get calls sometimes from, like, my sister. And she'll be... I can tell she's looking at her computer while she's on the phone, you know? So she's not hearing anything I'm saying or saying anything. It's locked. Like, it is. You think it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It says vacant. I think she came out of there. I think it's just... You gotta jiggle it. Yeah. Very solving someone's bathroom problems. Really <laughs> yeah. well done. So she calls. She calls you, and she's on Sorry. checking Facebook. Oh, it's yeah, she. You know, like she'll. Whenever you talk to someone who's on the computer, they're just like. Uh, so I called you because I. <laughs> I. Uh, I. <laughs> How you been? This is the worst trying to have a conversation with that. And then you'll, she'll ask me a question and I'll start answering it, and then she's going, uh huh. Whoa, crazy. You know, I'm just like, you're not hearing anything. Yeah. Why did you call me? Yeah. You just want something to not listen to? Yeah. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. You can't stand that. Yeah. Or you see someone like, well, if you're talking to them live, you see them like pursing their lips before they like. <laughs> wait until I lean in and start talking and saying yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever I'm saying when I see that lean forward and the mouth starting to move I, I immediately withdraw and just right, right. alright go no you, go. you just take it take it please for the love of God it's all yours buddy yeah I don't like talking on the phone at all no matter what like I 
in every instance, I just think it's, it just, I can't, I feel like I can't ever hear anything. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's such a weird form of communicating to me. Like, you don't know what else is going on. Like, and now it's like, now with like people, nine times out of ten, you're talking to someone on the phone. Either you're in the car or they're in the car. She adds all kinds of other garbage to it. I can't take it. It yeah. drives me nuts. And it gets into like, I have to like, Sometimes I have to talk on the phone with my girlfriend for like, you know, because you need to do that for your life. You gotta check in. I gotta, I can't, fucking, I can't. It drives me nuts. And it's got nothing to do with anybody else. It's no, just right. talking on the phone. Doesn't make her any me less sweet. talking mm-hmm. on the phone. Yeah. If Michelle Obama called me, I'd be like, oh God. <laughs> Tell me more about Knuts. I can be really, like, I'm not as funny as that Knuts. Yeah, you, and you realize that too. You know when you're like getting that phone call from someone who's just bored? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the 405. Yeah. What's yeah. up? And you're like, oh, yeah. dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah they don't have anything to say except for, what's going on? What's going on, man? What are you getting into? Just on the way back from work, man. Yeah. Man, what a day. Anyway. I had to stop talking to, you know, some people. Like, I. We had routinely left myself open to, to take phone calls and even when they're like that and then you like look down and it's like it's been twenty four minutes. Yeah. I could have done so much more with these twenty four minutes yeah. than, than tell someone the shows I was on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that they could try and tug on my sleeve and find out who books it. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's what's going worst. on, man? What's going on? That's a whole different other kind of garbage. Yeah. The 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 schmoozing uh the schmoozing Hollywood talk. Hey, pew pew, finger pistols. Pew pew pew. Hey, baby. <laughs> oh my god. How's your coffee, Nettle? I would love to. Is the organic or the. Yeah. This is very good, thank you. Thank you. This food is fantastic. It is. It's so good, isn't it? Mm hmm. It is. Do they only have organic and non organic coffee? What's the other option of coffee? The other <laughs> option, option of coffee is uh, Cafe de Oil. Uh, are you making this up? <laughs> <laughs> Always worth asking. <laughs> is this total bullshit? Or it's, is like, this like it's like it's kind of like a Mexican coffee. There's like uh, cinnamon in it and cocoa powder. Oh and wow. I think a little bit of uh, cayenne. Oh pepper. whoa. Dang. It's pretty good. It's they put sugar in it too. Okay. So it's a little too sweet for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff hmm. in it. They have a bunch of different other coffees. That's like they have like. Mexican mochas with like ground almonds and stuff like that. So good. Yeah, I love coffee. I drink it all the I time. I love coffee. I drink it all the time. Me too. <clears throat> whatever, whatever the the consequences are, I'm not gonna stop. Do you do you like to spend money on coffee, or are you, are you one of those like I don't give a shit? No, I have a like a thing at my house, and I coffee you know, pot, coffee maker. Yeah. Well, it's a um, it's it doesn't have a carafe. No. It's a tank. It's like got a little tank, uh-huh. and then you make it, and it pours it in, and then there's like a lever, like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got? Is it a big one? Makes about, I don't know, four or five cups. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not huge. But I set it, and then you wake up in the morning, it's already ready to go. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Very adult. Very adult. Yeah, I don't have anything. I, I don't drink coffee at home. I only drink coffee if I'm out having to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So like if on the weekends or something, like I don't have anything I need to wake up for. Yeah. So it's like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm sleepy all day. Thank you. Thank you. Coffee's are okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I I'm the opposite. Like if I don't have anything to do. Which is the worst for me and my brain. I'll sit at home and I'll make coffee in the morning and then that just ruins me for the day because then I don't have anything to do except be in my head and on the internet. And now I'm on on coffee, which makes everything worse. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get that coffee stomach. uh, Yeah. I kind of want to throw up, but I haven't eaten anything, so I don't have anything to do. And when I used to be a, uh, a huge stoner, then I wouldn't eat anything, but I would wake up, first thing i do in the morning is like, smoke a bunch of weed, then I would make my coffee, then I would just be like, hi. So it would just be like, the two like anxieties 
inside, like, battling each other. Oh, and then all I have is, like, the, like, that beautiful canvas that is the internet to paint on. Right. That was the worst. Oh. So now I get, like, anxious about, like, being at home and not having to do anything because I spent so much time unemployed and stoned and high on coffee on the internet at home. Yeah. Yeah. You always want to feel like you're maximizing your yeah. life. And I like to go out and get coffee. I, I don't like making coffee at home. Yeah, that makes sense. There's like five places within like four blocks of my... Yeah. I live in Santa Monica. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's one like two blocks and then a block after that. So you don't have to go far. I don't like to spend a lot of money on coffee, but I I don't want to like... I don't drink like... I don't know. Like I, I, I really wanted to be strong and kind of have like some sort of like... Pretty good flavor. Mm-hmm. Some so no Folgers for me. Get out of that. Right. Get out of here with that Folgers stuff. <laughs> the worst part of waking up. <laughs> oh, oh man, Folgers in my cup. Oh man. Mm. I'm going back to bed. That's right. Didn't they do the crystal? Didn't they do this? The the restaurant switch. That's Folgers, right? My yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. They did crystals. That? Yeah. They did it, um, ironically enough, one of my brothers used to work at that restaurant. It was a place called Antoine's. It was in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And that's where they did the Folgers Crystal Switch. He was, he was a bartender there. And uh, they, he wasn't working there when they did that, but uh, that's what that was like his claim to fame for the restaurant. Uh, where right. you Antoine? You ever see the Folgers? Uh, that's what yeah. 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 the Folgers Crystal? Every restaurant. It's yeah. like the Guy Fieri. Yeah. 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 It's like, that's that Folgers place. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go there. I wonder if he drinks coffee. Oh, man. I can see him being one of those guys that doesn't like. Oh, I don't. I can't drink coffee. No, I think I'm already pure energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Seems like he'd be much more like rock star energy drink type of guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Just oh. like he drinks one before bed and then right, drinks yeah. one to wake up. He's probably got his own brand, right? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Oh my god, he's got to. Guy fire. Guy <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> guy fire. Flames on the package. Oh, yeah. Man. I don't even think if that doesn't exist. I'm gonna pitch that to him. <laughs> it's a really good idea. Guy Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he even bleaches his hair. It's just all the taurine and stuff going yeah. into the scalp. Yeah. That's why he can't take his sunglasses off. <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. lift them up. Yeah. But then also they always stay out of sight. It just feels like so Orange County. Like I the, know. The streaks and the glasses always. Yeah. And I don't know what what it is about the. Um, the, the wrist, the, the the wristband that gets pushed up to the top oh, of your forearm, yeah. just below your, you know. That might that's, be that's on my shooting hand. Well, yeah. what, are you, shoot, what are you talking about? <laughs> that might be a working in kitchens thing, but I yeah, but I I can't like I used to want. I was when I was a kid and like super into basketball. I was obsessed with wristbands. Okay. I thought For the record, I thought so you cool. were still super obsessed about basketball. I am, but not wristband so much anymore. Actually, I have been thinking about going with the headband. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be too much look with the headband and the glasses. I feel like it's a good combo. But I feel like it's some Kareem goggles, you know, old school. Is it too much? Because I got the Rambus straps too. I I don't want to look like. I don't know. Just rock it. Too much. Just rock it. Yeah, whatever. I feel like I do need a headband now, though. Because it's like the sweat's getting into my eyes. Really? Yeah. Or just exert less. Just don't try as hard so you never sweat. (laughs) That's what I was telling. When we were playing pickup ball yesterday, uh, I was telling Matt Nost, like, when did I start sweating? Like, I just feel like the older I get, the more I sweat. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I just I felt like I never used to sweat. Yeah. yeah. I play super hard in it for hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Like yesterday when I came back, I yeah. when I come back from playing basketball, and I have to like put my shirt, like hang it up like a towel. Yeah. To dry it off, it's so gross. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gross. I've always sweat like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always just been really like turning, yeah, cycling through the fluids. Yeah, I don't know why. I also sweat when I eat sour candy. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that happens yeah. to you? Yeah. All right. My girlfriend thought I was crazy. <laughs> I just like that you eat so much sour candy, you have created a case study. I really start to sweat. Like, yeah. You eat so much sour candy. I think it's just so intense. It's yeah. like, your body's just like, we got to start excreting something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, 
when I was in high school, I was on the wrestling team, and I would go to these practices, and I would have to bring like like three or four shirts because I would just like sweat until I could just like wring it out, and I would just have to. That'd be like that's pretty good though, right? To be a wrestler who's really sweaty. It helped make really slippery. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But also, like you could like make weight, like you can lose yeah. weight. Yeah. I remember like wearing like like uh, like garbage bags. Yeah, the garbage bags. You know, and, yeah. and you're thinking that just uh, uh, oh my god, what's that Matthew Modine movie where he was the wrestler, Lunatic Fringe? Uh, I don't know about this movie. Yeah. I god, I don't have it. I don't know who Matthew Modine is, so get <laughs> <laughs> tall. That's more his fault than yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he wasn't gonna know you. Continue being revelling. Yeah, he was in the last Batman movie. He was, yeah. He was the coward cop in the last Batman movie. Mm, who, okay. did, who didn't want to fight, but then he showed up at the end to fight in his in his uniform. And I kind of toned out the whole last Batman movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was in a <laughs> bunch of stuff. He's not really in a lot of stuff anymore. No, I don't really see him that much. He was in, in uh, the seminal AIDS movie on HBO, and the band <laughs> played on. Really? Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him one time um, coming out like the Chateau Marmont and you know tall drink of water. Tall drink of water, handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But that's the thing, it's like never up to you when it's over. You know, and maybe he's like, Well, I wanna have a family, I wanna do this and yeah. that, but you know Yeah, I was really shocked he showed up in the Batman movie and I was like, Matthew Modine, huh? What's up? Yeah. It's like Eric Roberts. Yeah. Eric Roberts, what are you... Right, right. He I got a contract where he only appeared in B-movies. This yeah. is actually... This movie has a budget. What are you doing? Yeah. I, uh, I read for the Batman movie. Really? Uh, yeah, like the most recent one. But they wrote like a script that wasn't part of the script. Yeah. So I like auditioned for some attorney or something that yeah. was... They had written it specifically because I guess they didn't want anything to be leaked. Yeah. So it was a character that didn't exist but did in a different form a, so whoa that's weird still waiting to hear fingers <laughs> <laughs> crossed wait 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 so they wrote a fake scene yeah. and held fake auditions real auditions fake scene to yeah. throw people off oh 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 no, I get what like, you're saying yeah basically saying. Um, the, the part that I went in for at the time it was like the working title was like green fields or it was, it was something and the role was an attorney who was like a Midwest guy who represented uh, these heavy, like East Coast guys, but they hired this attorney because he was really kind of mild mannered. Right. But he could also like smile and still be very threatening. And, yeah. You know, look. Oh, I'm, you would. I'm, I'm a good guy. I don't want to see anything bad happen. You would play the shit out of that. I want to <laughs> yeah. see you play that guy. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Listen, it's, not, it's out of my hands. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you take some time. Think about it. Let me know. You'd be you so know. good at that. Right. Just like the real menacing, like smiling in your face, soft spoken, like villain. Are we good? Are we good? Oh, maybe so. We have to write that scene. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Right. But I'll hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the MO for my like acting career. It's like, hey, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to. And anytime I see a character that's like has that element to it, like, oh, this is, you know, the wheelhouse. You go for you go out for like a lot of cops and attorneys and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always say play the hand you're dealt. Yeah, you know. I did. Uh, I did like a. Uh, it was just a table read. A friend of mine had written a script that he was wanted. it that Hulu thing. Yeah, the Hulu. Congrats, thing. man! And then he just wanted to like. He just wanted to like hear the the script and. Uh, and I played like a Ukrainian, but they're gonna change it now because the Ukraine is going through some things. Uh, like what? No, I haven't heard about it. What, what's going on? Yeah. But then, so I had to like read a script, and I, I didn't have that many lines. I had like you know like I think I had like fifteen lines or something like that. Um, That's great. Though. But I had to be like in a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. And there's one line that uh, I was having a lot of uh, trouble doing it. In the Russian accent, it started with like course, like apostrophe course. Course. And I kept on doing every single right. time I tried to do it, I'd do it in a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> every like course. And of course, man. Every, course. Yeah. Every single I mean, we didn't write mine. Why are you writing mine? Course mom. And in my head, like oh, during hilarious. the table read, I was like, don't do this, don't do this. Okay. Don't do the Jamaican thing. 
because every single time before when I was like getting ready for it, I would do it in a Jamaican accent. And sure enough, like you know, just Jamaican as hell. And I stopped. I was like, sorry, that was really Jamaican. Yeah. And he got a big laugh in the room. But that was cool. But like. I could not do a Jamaican. <laughs> when we ride a Jamaican roll, it's all yours. It. <laughs> oh, no, that, I mean that's the thing. It's like they're saying that in one in one end, and the other end, they're going like, I really feel like an Asian would be great for this demographic. Yeah. But like, <laughs> right. Right. I'm like selling or whatever, like trying to like match up. Uh, yeah. A race or an ethnicity for like whatever product they're selling. Yeah. They're still doing that. Right. Well, are you Armenian? Yeah. Do you like? Armenian. Would you recognize if there was a lack of Armenians on network television? Oh yeah. Well, like, they're they're, the they're just is. Right. <laughs> they're just. I mean, it's it's disgusting. It's just it's too many. Not enough Armenians. I'm going to dudes. write a strongly worded email. NBC. Yeah. There's not one Armenian. And all of Seinfeld. Right. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Seinfeld didn't have a lot of racist people. No. Yeah. <laughs> they had the uh, Pakistani guy. Yeah. Uh, Babu! Babu! <laughs> Babu! Yeah. His name was Babu, and he owned a Pakistani restaurant. Yeah. That was him. Yeah, yeah, that was him. But I don't know. I mean, if I was not, if I was in any ethnic group, I would more than likely watch a show because it was well written and the acting was good and more like yeah. I, I want to try and support that show because yeah. it has a Chinese guy in it yes. <laughs> like, it's gotta be no, it's yeah. gotta be good you know? that's my favorite show because it has the most Chinese guys <laughs> the most Chinese <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough yeah no but you don't think about you know and most of the shows where they try and do that that it feels so like you were saying so shoehorned in it's just yeah. like well, here's a, a white guy who's friends with a Chinese guy and a black yeah. guy, and they all live together. Right. So, like, well, maybe right. that happens, but you know. Yeah, it's so forced. It's forced political correctness, mm-hmm. and then like, it's funny how there's like the huge uproar over like, like Paula Deans or like the Duck Dynasty guy being homophobic. It's like, right. of course he's homophobic. Have, Have you been to him? the South? They yeah. all think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like we're amazed he's not this crazy PC progressive <laughs> oh, yeah. man who makes duck calls. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, the guy that you loved ironically right. is is unironically homophobic. <laughs> right. You're offended by that. Fuck yeah. you. It's ridiculous, right. man. Oh, he believes in literal interpretation of the Bible. Yeah. Like millions of people do. Right. Oh, what? This is like if you put trash people on TV, they're gonna have trashy opinions. Yeah, that's how it works. You're yeah. just shining the light. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. What did Paula Deen get in trouble for saying recently? Oh, she said she was just like the black yeah, guy yeah. who came out. For, yeah, 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 from <laughs> Jason Collins. No, no, no Michael Sam. Yeah, yeah, Michael yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. So she did poorly in the combine. Yeah. <laughs> Her 40 yeah. time is much to be desired. For. It's actually 40. Yeah. It's 40 seconds. Yeah. yeah. I remember how, people, how much people relished when she got hit in the head with that ham. Remember that? Uh, no. She was like at some food drive and they were like kind of like throwing hams off the truck. Like to, assembly line? Yeah, style. like assembly line style. So we like threw one and it just <laughs> hit Paula Dean in the head and took her out. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. really funny. Uh, it's really funny. I do like how they've just changed the, the, the Mexicali mix, yeah. and now we're in the yeah, you know, the R. Kelly Pandora station here. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. Should thanks, we yeah. should we shake yeah. hands, and make shake this official? Yes, please. Thanks for yeah. so, oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, CornellReed.com or Cornelia? Yeah, at Cornell Reed on Twitter too. At Cornell Reed on yeah. Twitter. Solid. Yeah, it's yeah. not at Cornelia anymore. No. You changed it. I updated. Yeah. How'd you do that? Oh, you can you do, do it. it yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's really easy. I had uh, somebody had Matt Knutson on Twitter, and I like uh, reached out to them, and because I was like Matt underscore Knutson, right. and I just worked it out. I made a financial strong arrangement. Arm, I had a strong arm, but I was just like, I was like, well, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of in, in this industry, and it's a lot easier to have just your name than like, right. yeah, Matt one two three, you know, because <laughs> nobody's looking for that. Look for your name, right. if it's not there, whatever your. Uh, the incarnation of your name is, is if it's not the name they don't really right but that's cool uh, did, did it transfer over to all your followers or something yeah 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 yeah. It doesn't like you don't have to start a new account or anything you yeah. just change your name or whatever you want yeah but as long as it's available 
But once right. it, once the guy changed his handle, then I had to do it right away because if somebody else changed right. it, yeah, right. crazy. Yeah, Eric Dodoriembo. Yeah, no, it, it used to be Dodoriembo. Now it's just Eric Dodorian. See, there you go. You're growing just, up. You're proving. Up. Yeah, yeah. Just growing up. You're confirming the the branding. Got to do it. You got to yeah, do Got to keep it real, <laughs> with the, especially with the branding. <laughs> this buzzword I heard about. I, I got to maintain it. Synergy, yeah. branding, sure. Publicists, I'm all about it. Well, I mean, Eric, you're defying the paradigm yeah. as we speak. Yeah. I just want to win my Oscar and thank my, my past self. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Uh, my hero was me 10 years, ten years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was still hungry. Little, uh, little head. That's a perfect place. Thanks again, guys. Thanks. Okay, guys, that was it. That was uh, episode 25 of the Grab and Lunch podcast with Cornell Reed and Eric Dodorian. Thank you to both of those guys for, uh, for hanging out. Thank you to you for listening to us hang out make sure and find them uh on twitter online go to their live shows support them people are able to pursue a career in the arts because they have people get in their corner and uh these guys are very deserving of that so um find them support them do it uh also speaking of supporting if you're feeling chippy American. My next album comes out April 29th. That is uh, Tuesday, April 29th, 2014. It is currently available uh, as a pre-sale on iTunes. It's at rooftopcomedy.com or mattknudson.com. All right, my friends, I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And one of my guests is literally the voice of Comedy Central. I don't know if that's a teaser or just giving it away outright. But uh, you'll have to listen and check it out. Um, GrabbingLunch.com. Thanks so much for the support. And see you next week.